Georgie Parker joins us as she does every Wednesday at this time. Georgie, good morning. <laughs> Do that noise again, Goss. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a sound effect, man, when you've got you? I agree. Brilliant stuff. On the King. Sack the sound effect man. Get rid of him. He's off now. He's gone. See you later. Hey, Georgie, plenty going on in the world. Now, you are you double vaxxed? I'm double vaxxed and yeah, ready to ready to lead charge. Okay. It's, it's actually okay. such a, it's such a nice feeling. And do you know what? Yeah, it is. Sydney Swans, they are staff and players, fully one hundred percent first jab done. So they're leading the way on an AFL point of view in getting what we need to do to get back to some form of normality and particularly around this country where we want to start travelling and seeing our friends and having footy and crowds and everything. So if you haven't, book an appointment um, so I can get home to start us selfishly but also so we can get on our way as a country. But double back and ready to party. Very, very true. Good on you, Georgie. Time. Yeah, nice work by you. Hey, Georgie, I, I don't want to speak out of st- a school here, but I'm going to anyway. Um, oh, your housemate was um, delisted by the Hawks. No real surprise. Um, he's been as a backup for some time. Keegan Brooksby, of course, better half of uh, your housemate. Um, how's, he, yeah. how's, he, how's, he, how's he going? Well, it's a bit flat for him. But, oh, Keegan Brooksby, he's been around the, the place as well. He's been listed at Gold Coast. And he yep. was over in um, WA playing yeah. on the Eagles list for a year and then yep. got his opportunity over at Hawthorne. And, and I was speaking to him about it. He's only ever had one-year contract. So he said nothing that he hasn't felt before. It's still not a nice feeling for him. But it's a, yeah. a time of year where a lot of disappointment comes. And, you know, he's 31. And unfortunately for him, he's in between sizes, he's 197 centimetres. It's not quite tall enough to be a ruck, but probably not mobile enough to be a, a key position player. So just that awkward sort of position. But um, the pandemic definitely hasn't helped him and given him opportunities. He couldn't really even get many VFL games away. So feeling for him, it's tough news to hear. You never want to be hearing that, but he's going to have a few wines with him the other night and some pizza. So I'm sure that's something to blow. You can't even go out and celebrate yeah. your career at a pub at the moment. So, um yeah, it's always tough news, but that, that's what happens this time of year. There's a lot of those fringe kind of players get let go and, um, you know, potentially for him, we might get another slot somewhere else. He's a very, very professional athlete for sure. He uh, he won the West Coast Eagles Waffle Club champion a couple of years ago before he uh, yeah. left town as well. So, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a very good player. Uh, speaking, I think he would have been on the Gold Coast list when Stephen May was there. This was Stephen May yesterday on Sports Day Victoria. Have a listen. It means everything to me. It, it's the, you know, it's the reason I I left because I, I wanted to, that chance of tasting. I wasn't chasing a premiership mode. I was chasing. I just want to play in a final. When I looked at the plan with the Gold Coast, it was more of another five year plan, and I probably would have been on the wrong side of thirty by then. So, I thought, you know, selfishly, I wanted to go and have a chance at, at that success. I didn't want to be that player that played, you know, hopefully two hundred games, but and no finals. We make of that. Yeah. Well, I, I love that. That's that, that uh, you know, wanting to have greatness. And you probably didn't like the fact he wasn't chasing premierships because you think that you know, winning, winning is everything, and then this yep. kind of game. But it is. Um, yep. I, I like that from him. He could have stayed up there, been a leader up there, probably had a lot of money up there. But being down, you know, firstly in Melbourne, where you're getting a little bit more attention and pressure put on you, probably made him a little bit of a better player, helped him grow up. He had a few misdemeanours up Ooh, at the Gold Coast. Yeah, and he, he came down in, here. And he's became... had a few at Melbourne too, Georgie. Don't worry about that. He, he's <laughs> oh, had a lot at Melbourne. 
Uh, and he, and yes, think. no, there's runs a bit deeper than that. Uh, can I assure anyway, you? And the best part about anyway, it is, best part about it is he's got it online and on track, and he's benefited from it, and Melbourne in particular benefit, and that's a wonderful thing. Hundred percent. His last two years, he was probably unlucky last year not to get all Australian. This year, mm. he was, and he's part of a team that you know they are in the front seat to get a, that premiership this year. Um, yeah. They're as good a team as you'll see in the competition at the moment, and he's led by some brilliant defenders around him, which probably helps him play better as well. So I love hearing that, and it, you know. I've spoken to a player who's gone up to play at the Gold Coast, said, how is it up there? And he said, you know, it's a really good place to, pay, to play poorly because nobody cares about you. That's mm. the reality of it. So Sad. for him to come down here, that added pressure on him has made him play better and, and he's reaping those rewards and playing in those finals. It's so special. And unfortunately, he won't be able to play in front of those Melbourne fans. And you can just see the heartbreak all around Melbourne at the moment with these fans wanting to see their team have, you know, break that premiership drought. But... Uh, all, all credit to to mate and to Stephen how he um is going yep. about his football at the moment. Very true. Uh, now we've got a bit to get through in the next couple of minutes. So let's plough yep. through it. Uh, Melbourne are cracking at Chera because Carlton don't have a coach that can't be helping their chances. He cannot possibly choose Carlton over Melbourne if they don't have a coach unless he's got inside oil. Why would you? And not with the midfield around around him as well. Oh, I think. Colton really need to get on their way. Collingwood have gone and picked a coach and picked a coach that is well-liked around AFL in the circles. You speak to all the players who've had him as an assistant coach or a line coach have said just how good he is as a, as a person to, to play under. So they need to get cracking because I wouldn't want to go to a team that didn't have a coach. And particularly someone like who's coming from Fremantle, who would be hearing a lot about you know people like Ross Lyon. Of course, his hat, hat's apparently, and his name apparently, been pulled out of that hat to not you know be up for anymore but you don't want to be going somewhere where you don't know what your role is around the team what your mm. role will be around the club and the projection that that club's going to be going on so they, they better get cracking because they're going to be losing some of these up-and-coming stars like Chera if you want to be locking in I'd be picking Melbourne over Carlton definitely especially with you know the future that Melbourne have they've got a young midfield a good defensive line they've got no holes anywhere in their team so I'd be choosing Melbourne for sure and that coach is going to be the something that's going to sweeten the deal if you've got someone like Clarko there you're going yep. to be potentially thinking about them Bob Murphy's thinking about well he's not thinking about it. he's made a decision this is uh, his role at Fremantle have a listen the job is uh, head of football operations and performance. You're a conduit between lots of different departments, one of those being the AFLW, high performance, development. Yep. The magnetic pull of footy just got stronger yep. and stronger. And SEN's loss is Fremantle's gain, a quality football person. Mm. He's been uh, rummaging yeah. around this in his brain for a while. He's been seeking counsel from uh, contacts of us here at SEN for some time. So great that that finally got out, and it's a great pickup to, to join Fremantle. Simon Garlic, uh, Matthew Boyd, fantastic. Yeah, definitely. And you think of Bob, when you finish playing sport, you want to get out of that club environment for a little bit because it's so consuming. It's rules and it's um, when you've been in it, particularly for him, he was in there for, you know, 15, how long was he playing for? 18 years? A long time. Mm, long time. It's, yeah, a very long time. You want to get out of it for a little bit. But like you said, that magnetic pull of being part of something which has a clear direction where you're going, where every single person at that club or in that environment is going towards that same goal. That's what I miss about playing sport. I don't miss many things, but that's the one thing that you do miss. So I completely understand. He's probably had his time out and goes, do you know what? I'm ready to have that 
that goal and that drive and that continual improvement mindset um, that he spoke about on his show with Andy. So Freeman to have got one of the best there. He's a great guy. He really wants the best for women's sports. He wants the best for the players, for the club themselves. He's been through it. And um, I'm so excited for him and Fremantle Dockers. They've really got a good one there. Georgie, appreciate your time. That was from a cafe's new blend. It's Coffee Fit for an Aussie. We'll do it again on Monday with Gillian Goss as we uh, zero in on a weekend. There's no footy the following weekend, but we'll chat to you Monday anyway. Yeah, can't wait. See you then, legend.